Yo, 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 it's the Real Talk, Real Walk family, and we are back with another episode. Ooh. Another episode full of greatness. Okay. Another episode to disturb the airwaves. Come on. Another episode to bring forth all of the great direction. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Another episode to bring knowledge, wisdom, and power. Amen. Mm-hmm. Another episode to set somebody free from the semantics. Hallelujah. Another, I love this energy, guys. Let's keep on going here. <laughs> what are you planning to tell me? Back with myself, Gabs. Myself, Mr. Game Changer. And your girl, Ore. Excellent. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are and however you're listening. We appreciate you each and every time for coming back in. Right, so before we go into the, this episode, uh, we've got a couple of dilemmas that we're going to go through, that we're going to dissect. I must apologise, though, because these dilemmas were sent back in August, and it's completely my fault. I completely forgot we have an email address, and I actually have to check the emails. So thank you to the people that have sent in a couple emails. Do appreciate it. Keep on sending them in. I'll just have to do better. Um, and we will definitely tackle them once we see them. So appreciate the dilemmas that have come in. Uh, I've got a good, interesting one. Uh, well, they're both interesting. To be, they're both interesting, to be fair. But the first one reads. Are you both ready? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, right. It says, "Hi guys. I hope you're well. I enjoy the podcast. I've been listening since the beginning, and I always look forward to the new episodes. Love that. Shout out to you. Thank you, man." So, my dilemma goes like this. I'm a newlywed and my husband has just told me that he's been feeling like watching porn for the last few weeks. I can't lie, it shocked me and I didn't know what to say first. I'm worried and I don't know how to tackle this. We're both Christians, but admittedly, I've noticed, I've started to notice his design for the things of God are not as strong as I thought they were. I've watched porn before in the past, but it's not something I have any desire to entertain going forward. Would appreciate any advice you can give. Please don't respond as my husband has access to my email and I wouldn't want him to know I sent this message. Thanks. Interesting one there we got there. Mm. Before before we even before I even hand over to you two, I'm like we will just dissect this. I must put it out there. I have never watched porn before, so forgive my ignorance if I ask some questions that probably don't make sense or um questions that that may be out of the ordinary or some questions that may sound silly i've just never really been about this point in life believe it or not um only experience i've got is when i was like 13 14 my cousin tried to show me what porn was i was so confused literally told him to change the channel mm. so some of my questions might come across a little bit ignorant to be fair right dealing with the dilemma yeah. generally what do you both think of this i think I'm going to talk to you wife to wife here, yeah? And as a woman, I'm coming to you as a woman, innit? I think... <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But I do think that you need to put whatever your personal feelings are about the fact that he's watching porn or he wants to watch porn aside. And first of all, acknowledge that he has felt comfortable enough to be vulnerable with you and to tell you and express to you that he feels like watching porn. And acknowledge that that might not have necessarily been an easy thing for him to do Mm. and to be vulnerable um, before you like that. Because he might, for example, know that, first of all, his wife and you might not take it the right way. You might judge him. So for him to have opened up in that way 
I think, first of all, like, requires, like, some kind of appreciation from him and acknowledgement that that would not necessarily have been easy for him. Mm-hmm. So now saying that, I think how you um, move from here, you need to now treat what he said to you with care and honour and to let him know that it's a comfortable and space safe space to have a discussion about, A, why he wants to watch it, because it could be that maybe he's dissatisfied with your sex life and... I'm not um, condoning watching porn, by the way, but I'm just saying in order for you guys to have an open and proper discussion about it and get to the root of it, you need to be open enough to discuss why he wants to watch it. And therefore, if he wants to watch it because maybe there's something that he's seen that he wants to try, which in and of itself is, I think that porn has very, very dangerous implications for men, for women and for marriages and for relationships in general. Because what it does is is it it kind of skews... um, our perspective as to what um, healthy sex is, because what you're what you're essentially bombarded with are um, images that are kind of made to look a certain way, made to be pleasurable. And if you if if that's the standard that you constantly want to obtain it to be, like most of us are not porn stars in day to day life, it's not always going to happen like that. Anyway, I digress. Have the conversation about why he wants to watch it. If if it's because, say, for example, there's things that he wants to try in the bedroom then that's something that you should probably listen to, hear what he has to say, like decide if you feel comfortable enough to do some of the things that he's suggesting or if you don't feel com- comfortable enough, then take it from there and have an open and honest conversation. Secondly, I don't think it sounds like he's saying he has a pornography problem because at this point it sounds like he's saying he just wants to watch it. But I would encourage you to um, see if he feels comfortable wanting to open up to either other men or maybe uh, a mentor or somebody who's a bit more advanced in their walk with God, who's been through it before and can probably talk them through and guide them through kind of a way to get around the desire. I think there's also some apps practically that you can use as well that would, if he was to have a problem with porn, um, you know, that would help him. If you if you can put a password on your uh, TV and only you, the wife, has access to that password, so that if he wanted to watch porn, he would actually have to come to you to find out the password and obviously you wouldn't give it to him. So I would say also consider some practical things that you can do to um, help him if he is struggling and wanting to watch porn in the future. That's what yeah. I would say. What if, the, um, what if the, there isn't a particular struggle here? Because obviously from the dilemma, it just says um, she's a newlywed and she's been he's been feeling like watching porn. Um, so... It doesn't. It doesn't appear. Obviously, from the information we've got in front of us, it doesn't appear that there is a struggle, as he's only started doing it um, since they've been married. Because it doesn't look like this was an issue before they got married. Um, so if it if it isn't, nah, a struggle, I'm sorry, but he probably was doing it before. Like, he probably nobody. I I don't think that he's gonna come to her and be like, I want to watch porn if he's never watched it before. I mean, it must. The desire right. would be coming from somewhere, in my opinion. Why don't you think someone could start watching porn within marriage? Um, not that I don't think that you could start, but the desire would have to um, be birthed from some somewhere. So there might have been something that he's watched in a TV program, maybe, where they refer to something on about porn or something like that. The desire, in my opinion, is likely... I'm a woman, so I, I don't know. I might be wrong, but I feel like it's likely to have come from somewhere. With porn, because it's all very visual... It's probably that he might have seen something that's ignited a desire to look at something further. 
But I could be wrong. I I definitely agree with that. The desires come from somewhere. I'm just thinking it potentially might be a recent desire now that they are newly married. Because it doesn't look like he's been struggling with this particular thing, this particular issue. It doesn't look like his porn has been something he's always been watching. Um, it, it, It obviously just says that you know, she, she's noticed now that they're newly married. So on the assumption that it is a new thing and it's just something that he feels like doing, um, which is what he told her, what what will be the, the conversation that they should be having? Because obviously it, it might not necessarily be a struggle where they need to go down the whole, I'm struggling with this and I can help you with this, that and the other. Yeah, that's why I think they need to have a conversation. It might be that he's dissatisfied with, the se- with their sex life, in which case they need to have an open and honest conversation about that. What is it that he's not happy with? Is it like, is it a drive thing where he's got more drive than she has? Or is it, I don't know, he's not happy with her positions or whatnot? Like, those are things that you need to have an honest and open conversation about when you're married. Yeah, no, I do agree with that. I definitely do agree with that. Especially if it is the sex life that might not necessarily be that great. But even in saying that, though, how does porn improve your sex life? So if the man's sex life, or if his sex life isn't that great with, obviously, his wife, but he's now been feeling to watch porn, how does that improve things? Or is it, or is there reason for watching porn within a marriage not to improve your sex life? Oh, you'd have to ask a man on that one, because I don't know. But I just feel like maybe it's the thing where he might want to um, try something that he's he's already seen or something that's been alluded to that he wants to do to see if it will satisfy him more. So he wants them to watch it together so that she can figure out. That's why I think yeah. that it can be... like. Also, she has to... Because the thing is, if your mind's coming to you being like, oh, I'm struggling with porn. Like, I'm struggling. I want to watch porn. So he now you now watch porn, right? And then he's telling you he wants you to be doing what that girl is doing. Like, that's I think that's such a downward spiral because you're never going to be that girl that he saw in porn. So therefore, mm. from then on, even if you try it and you think, oh, let me just do it because my husband wants to watch porn... Like, let's do it together. Like, I just think that once you start going down that um, road, it's very, very difficult to pull back from them. And his wife is not, she's not a porn star. She's never going to be one from the perspective, like, you know, you can't expect me to be doing the things that people you see on TV. It's just not going to happen. So I think where he might constantly compare her to porn, like it can, it can become really problematic. So that's why I would advise them not to watch it together, but more to have a conversation about, what it is that he wants to try. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely feel trying to imitate porn is definitely a, a tricky thing to do. Like you said, she's not a porn star and he's not a porn star. So I think trying to imitate porn stars, people who are probably, I mean, I don't want to say sexually trained, but people who have a specific ability to do certain things, people who potentially might be taking some sort of drugs behind closed doors in order for their, for them to perform certain uh, certain things. Um, and obviously there's like camera tricks and that sort of stuff in the other and things are edited in particular ways. I definitely think it is scary and it is tricky to um, to imitate to imitate porn. Um, Iman, I want to ask you a question, obviously, from a male perspective then, obviously in your opinion. Um, so if we, if we obviously have a, a man who's newly married, but yet he feels like watching porn, what sort of impact do you think that has, whether, pos- whether positive or negative, what sort of impact do you think that has on a man's sex life? There's nothing for a Christian to entertain in porn or to find entertainment in as it pertains to por- porn. Porn is not godly. Porn does not represent 
or uh, the 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 notion or the narrative that it can help you be better at sex. It is a staged performance that is very unrealistic. Um, as as Gabs has alluded to, there's a lot of um, edits. There are performance enhancing drugs, i.e., guys are using Viagra. Like, there's no way that a guy is going to be performing for time and time, for for minutes, for hours on end, just off his natural stamina without using anything. These guys use um, Viagra. These guys use performance-enhancing drugs. The ladies as well, when you have to perform over time, like, they have to use... A lot of them have to use drugs. A lot of them have to use things that try and keep them awake to try and keep them, you know... Not... I was going to say empowered try to keep them going because it is a very tiring thing. It's a very hurtful thing. A lot of ladies come away with, um, a lot of ladies and guys come away with STDs, bloody, bloody, blah, blah. Yeah, that, this is not a porn conversation today. But the point is this, when you now want to bring it into your marriage, you are placing an unrealistic unre- expectation of yourself because let's say, even if the wife wasn't watching porn before, now she's watching porn and she's seeing that, raw. this man is lasting long, but my husband doesn't last long. So I'm now casting doubt on whether he can perform based on how long a guy that I watched in a porn video or guys in porn videos I've lasted for. And then on the other hand, as a guy, you're seeing, you're seeing, because you have to think about it. Porn is, porn is not, um, most porn is not beneficial for women. Most porn is beneficial for men. And it, it projects a lot of ungodly narratives. There's the the little schoolgirl. The oh, I'm a um, uh, the doctor, and you know his receptionist. It's very it's themed. A lot of porn is themed, and it feeds into narratives that ha- that still that push you know um, toxic masculinity, uh, patriarchy, even 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 uh, pedo style stuff. And people don't realize this. Yeah, so when so when your husband is watching this kind of stuff, and he's thinking, "Raw, okay. like my my like my wife is a piece of me, and I've just got to hit it hard and hard, and just make like make it hurt and make her scream my name, bruv." That is ungodly. Well, let me jump. Ungodly, you, bruv. Okay, let me jump. Go, go question here. We'll probably scale it back a little bit. What is the benefits of porn? Like I said, There's very few, if any at all. Why, 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 why do people watch porn? It it appeals to your sex drive. It appeals to your sexuality, because especially either way, what you're seeing. Okay, so as as human beings, as as sexual beings, um, with the anomaly of that, you know, where some people, you know don't necessarily feel sexually attracted to people in general, which I believe they are, but they're not the norm per se. But it appeals to, to the fact that, and, and, it's, and I said it before, porn is more um, uh, advertised or focused towards men. There is um, lady-centered porn, which is a new thing. It's an emerging market, but it's not, it's not mainstream yet. Porn... Uh, Porn primarily is directed to men. It is not healthy because it feeds into certain narratives. So like I said, like porn is very themed. You go on porn sites, you see, um, you see uh, black, um, ebony women, Asian women, like it, it tailors it to, okay, so if you want to see a woman with a big black bum 
or a curvy body, mm. there's a section for that. If you want to see a, a black man, um, uh, a big black man with a small lady, you know, you know that's that's causing her pain or whatever. There's a section for that. There's. I, I don't, I, I, anyway, I let me not that. get too graphic. Let me not get too graphic. Let me. Keep I, I, I understand that, and we understand the ramifications, but we yeah. have to be real about the fact that there are men watching porn and having yes. a good time. No, most porn. definitely, and I think yes. that's why I said that. We can't shy away from that. But what I'm trying to understand is. What is the reasons that men generally decide to watch porn? It's but how are men benefiting? The answer's there. Or spill it out. Spill it, it out for me. It has to be short-term pleasure because in that moment, obviously, like, when you're physically in the moment watching what you're watching and what doing what you're doing, masturbating, is a short-term pleasure at the end of the day. But as soon as you get that clarity, that post Oh, I don't even know. As soon as you get that, as soon as, as my, actually, no, 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 but as soon as you get that post um, ejaculation clarity, yeah, this is what I've heard men say. Like, are you come to the realization of what you're actually doing? Very quickly, you're like, why have I done this? So it's literally just that short term pleasure. Maybe it's a, it's a, it's a release from a stressful day, and or if you've had an argument with your wife, she's really stressing you out. Etc. Etc. Trust me, I've I've had conversations with people on this matter. Men, what's important in marriage and explaining why they're watching it? I'm telling you, even women, it's not just a men thing. Women too. Mm. I, I mean, I've had mm. conversations with people about this. These are the reasons that they're giving. They will give. Mm. I like this. I like that we're breaking we're breaking it down now. I like that we're being real about this thing now. So okay, cool. So now somebody's in a relationship, whether married or in a relationship, or whatever it may be. Knowing the benefits is obviously short-term pleasure, and we know that the spouse can obviously please you in the exact same way, or probably or arguably even better. Why would one still resort to porn for that short-term pleasure, knowing that they can benefit from their spouse? I feel like when you're in a, in in a cycle of sin, it's a lot more complicated than oh, well, I can just get sex from my husband, or I can just get sex from my wife. It's it, it's starting to become a a. a it could be. It could stem from an addiction because porn, in and of itself, is very addictive. Like Iman was saying, because you can categorize exactly what you want to watch, your wife might not necessarily be giving you what those categories are giving you. Your wife might not want to be doing up school schoolgirl versus teacher or secretary and and doctor or whatever. She does if she doesn't want to do that. You're getting short term pleasure from watching what you're watching, and then you, it, it's a cycle. Now you've done it, and you you, you keep slipping up. And it, after you've done it, you've watched it, you're like, oh, sorry, I'm not going to do it again. Lord, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. Then the temptations and the everyday troubles and your your life starts, it, the stress starts um, building up, building up, building up. You need a release. You haven't gone to, to speak to your wife, so your wife don't know you're watching this. You can't talk to her. You don't want to confess to a brother in church because it's embarrassing because you don't want people to know that you're watching porn and you're a man or a woman mm. and you're in church and you're singing on Sunday, but the next day you're watching porn Monday to Friday. Mm. You will feel trapped. So what are you going to do? You fall back down and you, you go and watch that porn again. And that's what I'm saying. If you're struggling with um, porn, that's why I, I said to the woman who, who wrote this, the fact that your husband has admitted to you that he wants to watch porn is, is a number one step in the right direction. Because once something is out in the open, it no longer has the same hold on you that it had when it was a secret. And that's mm. why the way she handles this, it can either make or break the situation. If she, if she shames him and puts, he's not going to want to talk to you again, and then what, he's going to carry on with this secret porn addiction and not tell nobody. Or he can, it's out in the open, you can have a conversation about it, find out where, what, is the, what is the root cause of this and see how you, where you go from here to release you from this. Hmm. I, I agree with that. 
But I think that it's also that that to a degree can put unnecessary pressure on a woman because one, though you're married, that's not necessary. Yes, ugh, there's there's an there's an element of sharing a burden, right? But the porn issue is the husband's issue, and so the wife may not be able to solve it. She may be able to be a help in the process, but she may not in and of herself be able to solve the issue. And also the thing about porn, just to add to, to what you've said, because you've said you've you've made a lot of good points, is that um as it pertains to as it pertains to porn, porn is highly addictive. So just like the addiction that people have to sugar, to cigarettes, to drugs, porn is also added to that category. And why that is is like I said, this is not a porn episode, but porn is it's so hard not to address porn. Um, especially in topics like this, you can't just no, brush it off. Like we, have to oh. we have to address it. Yeah, porn is highly addictive, and so people, as people grow addicted to it, their um, the, their chemicals uh, in their body begins to chemicals in their body begins to uh, to latch onto what they're watching. So when they watch porn, there's a feeling of peace or satisfaction or peace that they have just like when someone's on crack on or on heroin and they have that thing and though it's bad for them they feel like they're in a good space because they're kept the when they ingest that thing or when they take it in or when they shoot that thing inside themselves they feel like ah oh, this is peace ah oh, my mind is elevated xyz but the thing is that that's only your body's natural response to something that it's developing some sort of relationship with and that's what happens with porn so a lot of guys feel like porn is their safe space because they're addicted to it and they can't do without it so it's their body's response it's just like a baby when a baby's latching onto its mom or onto its parents like there's there are chemicals released in their bodies that make them feel like wow you're in your mom's arm or you're in your dad's arms or you can hear your parents voice i can be at peace that's the same thing porn does so this is this one is not Oh, because it's bad in and of itself that it can't have some sort. It can't make you feel good. So that's where you were right. It does make someone feel good, but it is not good for you. Mm, so forgive, forgive my ignorance here a little mm. bit. Obviously, I'm thinking about it now, yeah. and I think ultimately, a man or woman would obviously mm. watch porn so that they can go and satisfy themselves. Yeah. So like Aura said, masturbating, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. So I think ultimately, the win or the result that men and women get out of watching porn is to obviously climax or come or have an orgasm, however way you put it, or ejaculate, however way you put it, is ultimately the end goal. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But it's ultimately the correct goal, yeah? If you're able to re- if you're able to reach that same end goal with your spouse, your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, well, let me just say husband and wife. <laughs> boyfriend and girlfriend, you shouldn't be there and anyway. So if, if ultimately you can get you, your husband or your wife can take you to that place where you climax, where you have an orgasm and that sort of stuff, how much are we really benefiting from porn? This is those that are married, not just any random individuals now, but yeah. those that are married. Yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah. No one is benefit. Ultimately, nobody wins when you're watching porn. Not your husband. Not not the if if it's a man that's watching it, the wife doesn't win. If it's a woman, the man. It's it's gonna cause ultimately it's gonna cause more damage than good. No matter what short term pleasure you're getting from it, it's ultimately. Oh yeah, no, of course, of course. But the physical pleasure that a man or woman gets for in that in that five minutes or however long it is, mm. they they benefit. Because obviously they have an orgasm in it, so they obviously have a they do have a benefit, and we can't ignore that benefit. But what I'm asking is, if that benefit, that five minute benefit, can be replaced um, via penetration, for example, with their spouse, 
what really, like, why would we be attracted to self-pleasure when we can gain pleasure from our husband or wife? But this I think is... people that are addicted to porn will tell you that it's, it's, it's a bit deeper than that. Like, it sounds yeah. so simple, trust me. Because I know I've had conversations with people who have been here, men and women who've been here. Like, I'm telling you, married people, unmarried people. So I feel like I've got a really good insight on this. People who Tell me are there, because I, I would, because I, before I used to say what you were saying, Gabs, but because I've spoken to so many people intimately about it and been like, honestly, people who are really struggling with it, it's like a stronghold. Mm. And so I'm just trying to, for anyone who's listening, because I feel like it's really easy to like, for you to to feel dismissed, but it's, it's really like a stronghold. That's why I'm saying that it's not something that this, the, this wife is going to be, can handle by herself. And like Iman ultimately said, I don't want to put any pressure on the wife because it is the man who has to take responsibility for it. But I think the fact that he's coming to you and telling you this, I think it's the first step in the right direction. If he wants yeah. if he wants to be set free from this, there is freedom for anyone who wants to be set free from it. It's going to take work, it's going to take counselling, it's going to take um, what's accountability, it's going to take mm-hmm. practical measures in place as well, but it really can be done. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say to your question as well, Gabs, like, um, it's not you personal. So it's not you personally, but the question that question is kind of oversimplifying what it really is. Because um, when I was trying to describe it, the reality is is that your body has now become accustomed to that thing. Your body finds that thing as a safe space. So it doesn't even matter. Like your wife could give you the best sex. Your husband could give you the best sex in in every other way or in every sense of it but because of your connection to that thing it doesn't matter and that's why i use drugs as well because people that have drugs they could have eaten the best food on earth Mm. that doesn't mean that they're going to stop being addicted to drugs why because their body aside from the spiritual implications of it because i don't want to dumb down the spiritual implications of things but also the physical Im- um, the, the physical implications of an addiction are very deep. They are very uh, subconscious. They are very like very much wired into uh, your your body's programming. So anything porn, it will turn you on. And your wife could walk past you naked. She could have the best body, and your wife's body doesn't turn you on. So that's how we know that the issue is porn. And that's how we know that it, the issue of porn is very deep. Because if your wife could walk past you naked, she's absolutely beautiful. Your husband could do whatever and it's all the right things and it not turn you on, then there's a big issue and it's got to be porn. So porn is very, when you're addicted to it, it's very much wired into your inner being. And that's why I use the the, the chemical um imbalances and stuff like that there's chemicals that are being released and there's chemicals that are uh, that shoot up when when people watch porn or they, they have an addiction is people that have a sugar rush like you, your addiction to sugar is very strong people that have an addiction addiction to cigarettes they can see good food they can eat good food but that doesn't mean that it's going to satisfy them and that's where the spiritual element of things goes on as well because when it's so deep it now becomes habitual and that's why you find yourself going to it again so there are guys who have had sex and are like yeah I th- it didn't quite meet the need and then go downstairs or go to the bathroom or go to the car and then and then do whatever they have to do and it's like wait bro like you've just you've in the eyes of the world in the eyes of some sex experts you may have had the greatest sex 
but then it means that there's something deeper that hasn't been satisfied and that's what shouldn't be overlooked and that's where you have to be real with yourself especially those who have an addiction issue a lot of the time one of the issues that people who have addiction issues uh the pro- one of the problems is that a lot of the time they're very much in denial in the beginning and i think maybe for this going back to the original case study or the original example maybe that guy was in denial for a hot sec because you know oh you know my wife she loves god she's serving god but now they're married the guards have now dropped i put a ring on your finger till death do us part now my god has dropped I can go back and I don't have to play that game anymore. It's it's definitely interesting that obviously certain people can show certain fruits whilst they're single, open quote, close quote. Mm-hmm. But the minute that they get married, that's when certain things start being revealed and certain traits and characteristics start being shown. Right. Um, whereas obviously when, before we're married, we might be in that pursue stage where, you know, we're pursuing or, or we're chasing our spouse or we're trying to make a great impression on our spouse. And then the minute you get married, it's almost as, it's almost as though we've accomplished something. And it's just like, well, I can I can let myself go now. I can be myself now. I've 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 been on a journey. We've been in this relationship for X amount of years. I no longer need to try. Let me let me relax now. So mm. now is probably a time where certain people's flaws are more exposed. And I do think like in marriage, some of our flaws probably get exposed a lot more because we're spending much more time with one another. Mm-hmm. Well, especially in lockdown, we're pretty much together every single day, all day almost. So I think it's easy for characters and flaw- characteristics and flaws to be exposed at this precise moment in time. So it, like you're saying, it may well be that he has been watching porn prior getting to ma- getting to being married, but the wife may not have been aware of this because obviously they might have been living in two separate homes, so she wasn't as close to him as she is now. Mm. So maybe now it's not that this is a new thing. It may just be she's finally becoming aware of it. She might have recently caught him, for example. Right. Um, so obviously if, if the issue is with him, then it's definitely something that he has to deal with himself and we we get that it, it is his issue and we can't take away from the fact that it is his issue mm-hmm. but from the female perspective obviously for the wife who sent in the dilemma the the question obviously is well what can she do to obviously make things better and there's only so much things she can do which is obviously yep. even what we're alluding to he needs to work on himself mm-hmm. and or i get you're obviously of the opinion that yes they do need to have a conversation which is true but yeah Ultimately, are we saying it's a little bit unfortunate that we that she doesn't have the answers to? I don't want to say heal because obviously she's not going to heal him. But mm. are we saying it's unfortunate that she can't actually help him in the way that he needs to be helped? He can be. She can be of help, but she will not be the answer. Your wife is not the. Your wife and your wife giving you good sex is not the answer to to porn issues. And that's what that. So what I was saying is not in conflict to what Ora is saying. It's just an addition that I, I think like what Ora said is is a is great advice. It's great counsel. However, the wife should understand that she should not bear the brunt or the fullness of someone else's addiction problem, mm-hmm. which is what happens when people have addiction problems. Like the friends or the family then begin to say. It's, it's my fault if I didn't do this or they're like, what can I do? What can I do? And especially when they're trying their hardest, it's like, no, guys, it's not you. You are trying your best, but you are not the answer. Don't don't try and become Jesus in this situation. As a wife, have the conversations. How, babe, how do you feel like I can support you? Uh, but then also encourage your husband if he needs to speak to another man, which in my opinion, he should. He should speak to another man. He should speak to their pastor or speak to an elder in their life that can support them speak to someone who's either been through it or has the wisdom to counsel him and walk 
uh, with him along the journey. And while he's been walked through with practical tips and steps, the wife can also support him. Babe, I believe in you. Thanks for... I'm seeing the work that you're putting in. I can see that you're committed. I can see that, you know, you're being disciplined. I can see that you don't want to do this anymore. I can see that you're growing in your spiritual walk and keep supporting and keep on praying. That's how it should work. But the wife trying to be the center of it all, the, the wife trying to be so supportive that she she can uh, eventually become the center of the thing and then try and then become the savior is 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 something that, happen does happen and i'm not i'm not speaking hypothetically I'm, i've seen it where women have tried their best and then by chance or accidentally they just end up trying to be the you know and because of the spiritual issues as well they try and make i'm gonna try and lift my mind i'm gonna you know he has to come i'm gonna try and force him to come to church with me i'm gonna force him to read the word of god i'm gonna force him to open his mouth and pray and the thing is that no don't put yourself in that in that predicament because it's gonna hurt you as well as 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 hurt him, and it could be potentially end up as a car crash and have detrimental effects on your family. And then think about it. Let's say when children or children come in, that, that is even worse. So let me not go down that road. But yeah, just yeah, what we were saying is not conflicting. It's just adding a different bit to the jigsaw puzzle. So as a wife, as a woman, or if it's it's flipped on its head and it's it's the woman that has the addiction as a guy don't try and make yourself the don't 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 have the jesus complex you are not jesus in the situation your responsibility as a husband is to as the bible says love your wife as christ loves the church and so do everything in a loving way in a supportive way in an honoring way and then if they, as they will need help with other things, encourage, continue to encourage them and push them, you know, to do those things. But as it pertains to you trying to be the solution, don't do that because it will it will be dangerous. Mm. Yeah, no, I do. I, I do agree with that. I think a lot of us as well, we we sometimes can fall into that trap of of uh, the savior complex where we feel like we have to save an individual, or whether it's a friend or a family or a spouse. But uh, I, I think we definitely do need to always be in that place where we know that Jesus ultimately heals um, and ultimately he's the one that's going to save. So we should never really put that much pressure on ourselves where we feel like we have to change an individual. Obviously, we can do what's within our power. We can, you know, do what, what we can do what's within our ability in order to help a particular individual with what they're going through or with what they're struggling with. But ultimately, the the power is going to come from God, and ultimately, Jesus is alone. Jesus alone is the one that's going to save. But mm-hmm. I think we obviously, the wife definitely can be a, be a help, uh, definitely be a provider. It's definitely sad that obviously in a predic- she's in a predicament like this, especially as a newlywed. Yeah, um, not that it makes any difference being a newlywed or married for a long time. But obviously, when you are newlywed, it's probably the time where you're probably at your most you're probably most excited because it's a new thing to you. So yeah. to kind of be in this sort of predicament and a situation so early is is definitely um, one that is sad, but one that we, we can definitely understand and one that we can definitely um, show love towards because obviously it's not nice for, for anyone to be in such a, a position like this. Mm-hmm. Um, Aura? Yes, sir. You're still alive, yeah? I'm here. <laughs> I'm just listening to... Um... What email? How, how do you think? Like, what do you think? What is what is the the feeling of of a woman in in such a position like this? Yeah, I think I can I can see why she would be disappointed. 
like you said, when you, you think, you know, you think you've done, I'm, I don't know if I'm interpreting this right, but the way, from what she's saying, I feel like she would be thinking, you know, we dated, we did it the godly way, you know, we had these conversations, they probably did premarital counselling and none of this has come out and now you're here, the ring is on your finger, you're in this marriage, you know, there's no way out and this has come out and you just know, she might not necessarily feel equipped, clearly, which is why she's emailed us, um, equipped to kind of handle this situation, mm-hmm. um, especially so early in in the marriage. And that's why I've said, like, um, not only am I talking to you from, from a wife's perspective, but like I said, I would also encourage you to speak to others as a um, as a couple. I don't think that this is something that you should be trying to um, go through by yourself because you want to protect your husband, which I would imagine she wants to. But if he feels comfortable to speak to somebody else, to bring an, an additional counsellor or third party or pastor into this conversation to mm. kind of deal with these issues deeper, I would strongly, strongly encourage it. And obviously I've given a lot of practical tips and I can really empathise with, um, sympathise with how, how she's feeling. But I think as well, what's also important to say, because I like to give practical tips first, but I do think as, as, a, um, as a wife, as a woman whose husband has come to her, and said these things in confidence, I think this is also a time for her to be praying about, because when it comes to porn, Iman kind of alluded to it, there are spiritual implications to porn as well. So I don't think that's something to be taken lightly. Like it's something that, you know, just get on your knees and pray. And even if it's like, you know what, God, I don't know what to do. I pray that God will bring the right people around you who will kind of support you as a wife, support you guys as a couple to see how you can practically work through um, this, this, um, this stage and I can understand how especially as a newlywed you know when you get married it's till death and you're well as a woman if she's anything like me I would be like you know when you when you're first married you know you just think marriage is going to be this amazing thing until (laughs) until you're in it and then life gets real I think everyone can relate especially (laughs) until you're in it and you probably hit your first like okay like I can't leave now I'm I'm actually married and we have to deal with this problem together Mm -hmm. (laughs) so she might be feeling a little bit like but let me tell you, like, it's life and loads of married couples have probably been through it. You are not the first. You're not going to be the last. And people have been through it and worked through it and come out the other side stronger. So just being encouraged um, as well. Jesus, I hear that. Let me ask the question, yeah. Does the game change if it's uh, husband and wife watching porn together? What are our views on married couples watching porn together? I don't think, like, Christians should be watching porn point blank, period. Period. Separately. Don't, period. Don't do it. But you know what? Christian couples do. I've met Christian couples that watch porn. Well, you watch it and they don't think there's anything wrong with it. And they don't see anything wrong with it. Talking it. Talking it then. Why is it why is it wrong? Why do they think it's right? Um, talk to me. One of the reasons why people feel like cause cause there may be someone or there may be some people, there might be a, a section of Christians who might listen to this and go, but I don't see anything wrong with porn. You can't sit down like that. That like porn is a whole like it's a series. Like there's so much to break down with. It's ridiculous. Like the only benefit, the only benefit that pe- benefit, and I say that in in quote in quote, is that is that the, uh, there's some bodily or sensual pleasures that come with it. But the implications are far reaching, are more far reaching than just the oh, it's, it's just pleasing to your into your bodies. 
it is very like for couples that that engage in it a lot of them are just like we learn new moves we learn this and that yeah but the problem goes back to the point that you are casting for it's a false projection that you're casting because then you're saying every time you're having sex now you're you're now like uh when you finish you're like babe but you see how that guy just moved his body or you see how that guy moved to an angle and stuff and you're now using porn as your reference to what you're doing in your marriage bed and the marriage bed is something okay go for it (laughs) um i don't i don't disagree i completely agree with you you know right thought come to me what about sex books yeah but that's different there's positions positions in sex books for example yeah I, I look, I'll be transparent here. So I've got uh, a sex book and it's called 365... In fact, let me not say it. I don't want non-married people to start Googling and buy it, bro. Give me me say, what's the book? So I've got a book in it, yeah? And it obviously, it gives uh, positions and that sort of stuff. Like... Is there is there much of a difference between books and porn in terms of positions, what to do, where to position yourself? I think there's a difference. Absolutely, there's a big difference. Gabs, you are watching. You are watching people. You you see the big. What's the big biggest difference? It, biggest difference, and it's clearest. It's clearest to the eye. These are people fornicating, bro. <laughs> you are watching people sin. You are watching people sin and you are finding pleasure in it. That is that is the main okay, that is okay, the, block, so that's just, the blockbuster. That's where it stops at. Yeah, go for it. What if you're like, what if your husband wants or, or your wife wants to do sex tape? So she, he said, let's record I was sex that. and let's play it back. Let's watch it together so we can see how we can improve. Yeah, and I, I know Christian couples that do that. Can you answer that email, yeah? I have to okay, guess okay, already. That's okay. a fantastic question. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's good a, question. Because that's real, but yeah, yeah. got email. It's a good question, and I do know Christian couples that do that, and they do it for the sake of personal growth. And they also do it because they also do it... I For this particular reason, is a bit... Mm, because it, it kind of sends one to dangerous territory. So... Um, th- there are people that there are couples that do record sex so that let's say the couple um, the husband or the wife has gone away um, they can look at it on their phone to pleasure themselves now that one yeah I uh, it's a it's a sticky <laughs> that one is a sticky one still I'm gonna put that on I'm gonna park it on the bench because no, no, don't park it we're here bro yeah we're, we're here, here but I, I, I don't I, I don't have an out and out right opinion on it because when it comes to masturbation as a married person it, it's a real spanner in the works that i'm trying to understand more because i feel like this particular one is a nuance like for you know for for someone like a husband who's away from his wife for like six months and all he's got is like the, you know that you know their sex tapes and stuff like that and so to pleasure himself he's looking at his own you know sexual intercourse with his wife and he's trying to pleasure himself i just i i'm i you know i don't want to be so legalistic but then at the same time i don't want to be very passive so i i can honestly and openly say i do not have a clear answer for that particular context where couples are using their own sex tapes to pleasure themselves i i I, i'm just being honest i'm being real with you as it pertains to sex tapes in general 
I understand it where couples uh, do it so that they can look back to it and go, yeah, you see that, babe, that was not nice. That was uncomfortable. I get that. And I personally, I do not have an issue with that because I think it's for both of your education is so both of you can grow um, and is for both of you to look at it. And as long as both of you are in agreement with that, then I don't see a, an issue. It doesn't mean that every couple has to do it. I just don't feel that that particular thing is wrong. But as it pertains to using it so that you can self-pleasure yourself, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't have a sealed opinion on that, but maybe you guys might have your own. I just personally don't. So I'm not going to go out there and be telling people to do that because personally, I don't have... I don't encourage people... When I don't have a... Uh, a firm biblical view yeah. I don't just jump in and say yeah go and do that that one because I don't want to put people in trouble especially right, as a leader within the body of Christ so alright all right, let me chat to you then so like you know based on what Amen said obviously a husband could be away or a wife could be away for three months six months or, or anything um, it could be it could be they've made a sex tape um, but also what are your view on like um, views on what? So like nudes, but visuals. Me personally, yeah, because of iCloud, I don't think I could ever do that. Just because if my nudes get leaked, I am finished. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> <laughs> trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. Done. Like no, nah, the the fear of God inside me. If, I'm, I'm, when I say the fear of God, I don't mean it from a religious perspective. I just mean like if my news got leaked, I yeah. actually would actually. I don't even know what. No, I don't want to talk about it. So therefore, yeah. because I'm too scared of iCloud, it's not something that I think I could personally do. Mm. That's why I always say I can't do the whole long distance thing because I just wouldn't want to do like nudes, videos, all of that, all of them things. There, I I can't do it. It's mad, especially like I know it's slightly digressing, yeah, but it's mad though. Because let's say, for example, yeah, I know some people have some secret apps and stuff like that, or privacy apps where you can lock like content or whatever. But in general, let's say like in your camera roll, like you've got like you know stuff of you and your husband there, or your you and your wife there, or whatever. And someone's just going through your phone, like, oh yeah, I'm looking for that picture, and then they just scroll into that brand. You know that you know the yeah. disgrace. <laughs> Yeah, that will fall on your head like that's bruh that's mad techie man that's why I've just yeah it's mad it's mad so. country if you're having footage on your camera roll like that that one day is peak but like you said E-man innit private private did it does <laughs> obviously or not you personally but just oh, in general no. oh in general do you know what I don't think there's anything wrong with it no, it's good that you mentioned personally it's good but in general I don't think I can't see a biblical kind of reason why it's wrong if it's between husband and wife and maybe he's on a business trip and he's feeling kind of horny and you know like I would rather that he looks at a picture of me or I'd rather that you send a picture of the wife than for him to now start finding himself falling into a fornication elsewhere so from that perspective I don't think there's anything wrong with um looking at your own wife that's i mean you're technically one flesh you can't really fornicate on your wife so yeah which is which is which is what i was thinking because if not the man or the woman is definitely going to be roasting if their their spouse is away for three months or six months for example oh, I, 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 I mean, I have to go. and they're not going to watch no porn on twitter or they're not going to watch any any funny stuff on social media they're, <laughs> they're in and out of the trenches 
if that's the case. But then in saying that, though, I can't remember one of you two said, I think it might have been Eman. What do you think? What do you think? Or oh, I think it was Eman actually. But Aura, what do you think about husband and wives masturbating over their spouses? What you mean? Um... So a man, a woman, a man mm-hmm. masturbating watching a video of his wife, not a sex tape, just his wife. Doing what? What? In fact, no. <laughs> Let's not get into. <laughs> Let's not get into. I can't see. Not exactly. Yeah, it's that's why I didn't even don't even answer that question. Um, I can't see a biblical justification as to why that would be a problem. But I'm with Eman on that one. Like, I wouldn't want to say absolutely not if I'm not 100% sure. It is, it is a bit of a grey area because at the end of the day, we know what the Bible says about masturbating. But now you've just added your wife. Does that then take away from the masturbation itself? I don't know. I wouldn't want to give a viewpoint, but I can't see anything wrong with it. It might be something that's Permissible, maybe. I don't know.